0: Hello, Colleen. It's like I just saw you yesterday, almost. <laughs>
1: How about that? Well, Welcome hello again, back. Aaron. Happy to be home. How about you?
0: Yes, very much the same. We uh, just got back from MicroConf, both of us, yesterday. Um, and so, yeah, there's a there's a ton to cover. Because we didn't record last week. A lot of stuff happened. <laughs> and then we went to MicroConf. Um, and so, where do you want to start? You just want to take it in order?
1: Sure. Let's take it in order since I think it's been a few weeks. Like, you
0: Yeah. Said. Okay. So let's start. This one's going to go to you. So let's start, I think, a week and a half. No, actually one week ago exactly. Let's start one week ago exactly with the big, uh, <laughs> the huge decision.
1: The huge decision. So we made a decision that is either going to make this company or break this company. As I said, this will either be the best decision I have ever made for us or the worst decision I've ever made for us. <laughs> And we made it together, but I do feel like you really let me take the lead on it since it was on the rail side. And so what we did is we essentially cut off our consulting arm. We will no longer be doing consulting around the product. Pretty
0: drastic decision. Um, I appreciate you letting me join you in making this decision this time, (laughs) unlike (laughs) unlike the Tiny Seed surprise, which worked out great. So you have a good track record. Um, Yeah. So we... Cut it off, and it's it's a either a great decision or a terrible one for these reasons. I think it's either it could be a great one because it will allow us to focus and figure out like let's actually make a product here. Um, the downside of course, is it was great money, and not just like you were making great money doing consulting, but we were also making money like subcontracting out people. Um, and so now that whole revenue all that revenue source is gone and we're living on on borrowed time now. But that kind of like lights a fire and we got to, figure out, got to figure out the product. So a week out,
1: how, how are you feeling? I feel great about it. I think one of the things that's important to remember and kind of what, what I feel like was the final push to push me in this direction was I was accidentally building a business I didn't really enjoy working mm. at. And ultimately, why are we doing this if not to build a business we enjoy working at? Yeah, And we were just going further and further down that productized consulting route. And that's a great business model. And to your point, it was a lot of money. It was keeping this entire business afloat. I was paying myself a salary, but it's just not why I'm doing this. Like, it's just not. And so to me, that was kind of the, the final decision point was what do I want to do? And so I feel and great I think, about it today.
0: I think it's, we've like kind of circled around this for a long time like oh Colleen is gonna replace herself and then she'll be fully free and we'll we'll get the money and the focus it's just that wasn't gonna happen I think we tried a couple times to fully replace you and turns out everyone loves Colleen everybody wants to talk to Colleen all the time and so I don't I don't know that there is a world in which you're completely mentally separated from the client without just saying sorry like we can't do it
1: yeah. Yeah. I think, and honestly, I think this will be better for everyone. So I am excited about it and terrified at the same time.
0: Yeah. So we talked to the client, told them like, hey, here's the deal. Um, Tried to make it as easy as possible for them. You can have a perpetual license to the thing. We have these great developers working on it. Can they just contract with you directly? And they seemed fine. They're They had a few concerns around like, Uh, are we going to be able to keep using it? And it's like, yeah, totally. Um, But they seem completely fine. And I think it is going to work out best for everyone because now they don't have the, they don't have to, well, we don't have to think about how does what we're doing for them affect the product. It's like, y'all just do exactly what you need and don't worry about the other side at all. So hopefully that works out for everybody. Yeah. So that was last Thursday. Then Mm -hmm. Friday, (laughs) boy, boy, Friday and Saturday. Some stuff happened, huh? So so we broke up with the client, and then you turned around and broke up with me, too.
1: <laughs> I totally did that. You <laughs> slacked
0: me on Friday morning. so we do, We've done this huge, like, oh, we're free. We've got all this time. Like, we're going to make it. And I get a slack from you on Friday morning that's like, hey, do you have, let, let me know when you have five minutes. And I slacked you back and said, that sounds ominous. And you didn't say a word. <laughs>
1: I don't know. It was in fact ominous. Yes, it was
0: in fact ominous, and so then we talked for quite a while, and you basically broke up with me. But I salvaged it. I got <laughs> I got you back. <laughs> it, it took it took till Saturday. But so uh, what happened there?
1: Yeah, that was you know that was that was a day, man. That was a very very intense day. Friday. That
0: was an intense two days. Yeah, it was an
1: intense two days. Yeah, and I think that's part of this this whole deal, right? The hardest part about this is dealing with your own psychology. And having a co-founder is just weird. Wouldn't you say? Like, our relationship yes. is so unique and kind of bizarre. And it's easy for me to blame you if things don't go the way I want, because you are my partner in this. And... I, um, yeah, (laughs) I just, I don't know. I was just high on breaking up with everyone. So I guess, (laughs) I guess, turned around
0: and shot me in the face, man. Um, yeah, it was like, I think, I think the, the hardest part, and this is the thing that's like extremely reasonable to me is we're just in super different spots, you and me. Yeah. So I think my synthesis of it all, and we have since, um, post synthesized it together at MicroConf. But I think one of the things is like we broke up with this client and now it's like colleen's out there she's kind of she's kind of just free falling i mean we have tiny seed money of course but it's like this is no longer an infinite runway this is very much this is very much let's do or die here um and your situation is different than my situation like I have a job. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm sacrificing a lot in terms of nights and mornings and weekends, but fundamentally it's pretty. Different. Like we I could, you know, walk away today and my life wouldn't super change. I'd be extremely disappointed and a lot of sunk costs would be gone, but I would still be able to, you know, pay for the house and food and stuff. And so I think that's one of the big that was one of the big things was like we ended this relationship on Thursday with all this, you know, free cash flow and then Friday it was like hang on, man, what are, what, what are you doing? Like, you're not doing anything. You still got a job. And so we, you know, went back and forth on, all right, well, do you want to do this together? Like, do you want to do a solo run? And I think all options were on the table there for a while.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I we Absolutely, all options were on the table. And you were very classy about it in terms of how we would break up. I mean, we got so far as we decided how we were going to break up. I think you're right. I think there was a, when we had that safety net nothing felt as intense or as you know, it didn't feel like everything was on the line. And as soon as I cut that off, even though I wanted to, and I spearheaded that I feel like, as soon as I cut that off, yeah, I'm kind of like swinging in the wind out here. And I have to make a salary. Like I have to make money. Unfortunately, I'm not in a position where I have infinite runway. So then it was like, what did I say to you? Either this works or we die. Like I know that's dramatic, but that's to me, I think the difference is that's how it felt. And, And again, me seeing your life and to your point, I know you don't want to walk away and it would be very sad, but also you would not be material, effe- materially affected mm-hmm. or impacted in any way like I would. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's kind of why we, we have a unique situation in terms of where we are in our lives with our needs and our families and um, you being part time and me being full time. It's just kind of weird. Mm-hmm. So it just adds this additional level of like stress and pressure to the relationship. Yeah. And also, I like to make all the decisions all the time. <laughs>
0: yeah, um, I'm glad you said that because <laughs> I
1: mean, yeah, I, I didn't want to,
0: you know, I didn't want to out you in front of all of our 12 <laughs> listeners. But yeah, it, it it was funny. We talked. It it really felt like, oh man, this is not like a business breakup. It felt like a breakup, breakup. Like yeah, it was intense. And at it the end, it, at the end, it came down to. Um, like we settled on on two things that couldn't both be true. Colleen likes to make all the decisions. Like you want you want to not like you you want to be in charge of your life, and also you want to be co-founders with me. Yes. And it was like okay, both either one of those is fine. Neither one is morally objectionable. You can't have both, and that's I think that's where I left you on Friday night. Was like hey either one is fine you can go forward either way but we have to decide like which one is it going to be
1: yeah then, i think you said to,
0: saturday go ahead
1: no i think you said to me like what do you say you're like if you keep me like you have to take me as i am or something really cheesy like that <laughs> it wasn't like that but it was like if you keep me you have that to sounds- live with me that's what you yeah he said yeah,
0: said, yeah that, me, that sounds a little less me. a little less jerry Maguire. yeah um yeah and that was it it was like okay yeah. well game over, I guess. And then you texted me on Saturday and you said, I've thought about it. I want to do it with you. And I immediately called you. I was like, what's going on here?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So. It was it was dramatic. And I think it's worth bringing up here on the podcast because they say so many businesses break up because of co-founder struggles and co-founder yeah. like disagreements. And this is by and fought, whatever that phrase is, way, way the biggest one we've ever had, I would say.
0: For sure. And I am quite proud of us because I think we handled it super well,
1: yeah, you like, and your great communication skills <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, and just for the record, so everyone knows she's not she's being serious. That sounded like you were saying, I'm terrible at that. Oh, I know yeah. good. At that.
1: that was for real. Like you do have excellent communication skills.
0: yeah, like it was a pretty big deal, but it wasn't like it wasn't a fight. We were just trying to figure out all right, well, okay, if this is reality, then what do we do? And I think um I think you and I are quite good at communicating. And I do it sucked big time, and I don't want to do it again. But, hey, we did a good job.
1: I think so. And I think that was kind of a pivotal, again, when we look back at the history of this company, hopefully once we're wildly successful, that right. week in particular mm-hmm. will be just such a pivotal like decision point. Because I wasn't sure either if we were going to stay together on mm-hmm. Friday. Um, and so I think having that discussion and a lot of it is just figuring out what you want like why are you doing Mm -hmm. this like these kinds of things are so important to to take a deep dive on when you make these these decisions
0: yeah i think at one point i did tell you the only thing you have to figure out is what you want out of your life (laughs) it's kind of a joke because it's like that's the hardest like that's the hardest thing to figure out but that's all like you, Colleen, you've got to figure out what do you want from your life. Um, and that's yes. not easy, especially yes. when there's another person there.
1: So, so we made it. We made it. We're still together. We're
0: still together. We're supposed to leave. In fact, we did for microconf on Sunday. And I think I you know, messaged you on Saturday and was like, Am I still going to this? Like, should I come? Because I don't want to go to a marriage conference with my ex girlfriend. You know, (laughs) (laughs) right? And and then later, you know, you texted me and like, let's do it. And so Sunday we went to uh, we went to Denver and we got to see a bunch of friends.
1: Yeah, that was great. Where to start? Um, okay, so we made it through. We covered that. You got on the airplane. I wasn't sure if you were going to get on the airplane, so I was happy to see you. <laughs> it's like I still don't know if he's going to show up yeah. after I uh, dragged him through the mud like that. Anyway, uh, so microconf. Let's talk about that. What so there was a
0: little bit of tiny seat up front, so we should probably start there.
1: What was that? What did we do? It um, feels like a blur. It was so intense. We got
0: in. We got in Sunday <gasps> oh, afternoon and the- immediately met with a tiny seed friend slash mentor about
1: yes, that was great. So yeah, we spent those first the first evening and half of the first day, no, the whole first evening, just in deep deep talks about what we want our business to look like.
0: Yeah, we went. Um, we went in exhaustive cir- circles around like what what are we doing here um and it was really it was super duper helpful cuz you and I had you and I had something in mind in terms of like what's the future of the product specifically going to be we had something in mind and we started like trying to flesh it out and when you start talking about it all of the weaknesses it's like all of the holes become very evident and so you know we sat in the lobby for several hours and then at the tiny seed dinner we sat around for a few more hours, like, trying to explain what we're doing. And we went down a few went down a few side trails of things that would be technically interesting, but we have, like, you and I have no product opinions on. It's like, we could do this thing and it would be really cool. I don't know who that helps. Um, right. And it was interesting because the whole exercise was exhausting, but we kind of landed back at our original thesis because we have a point of view on that and... I don't know how much we want to get into what it what it is um but that was my take on on the first afternoon evening.
1: Yeah, I thought it was awesome that our friends and advisors just I mean we just riffed on this for like 6 hours. Like literally, it was at least yeah. 6 hours that we just talked about this and this idea. I don't think we should get too much into it yet since we're mm-hmm. still kind of fleshing it out, but um that was awesome, so was super awesome. appreciate everyone who just jammed with us on those ideas and poked holes in them and we looked mm-hmm. at what what was out there and I'm really happy with that process and I do think it was interesting. We had a hypothesis, we came in, within three hours I was like, ooh, I don't know about our original hypothesis. Mm-hmm. We came up with another hypothesis, did a complete circle and then I want to say the next day landed back on mm-hmm. our original idea. But I just thought that exercise of like, let's see how this business can fail. Let's just talk, you know, let's talk it through. What what, what are even the questions we're trying to answer? Yeah. What, what are we trying? What is the problem? Who is the customer? What is the market? Do you design for a specific customer? Or do you just accept that like people have this problem and we're just going to design a more holistic solution and see what happens? Everyone has an opinion on that. And it was great to be able to get everyone's opinions, synthesize it for a bit and figure out what we want to build.
0: Yep. I think Friday night, no, wrong day. I think Sunday night, we both left thinking, oh man, like this new idea is probably what we should do, but I don't know enough about that, but we should do that. And then Monday morning, we skipped one of the sessions to just like resynthesize together. And we both came back saying like, I feel strongly about our original plan. And that that felt really good, because I think we we sussed out all the other options and didn't feel strongly about them. So it made the original one feel like, yeah, this is what I want to do.
1: Yeah, to me, it really did. I think again, since we are doing this pivot, and we have the flexibility to build the kind of business that we want, this is a big thing for me now, especially having done the previous or done the business as it is for two years. And it's really not like I don't want to do it like this for five more years. So we want to build a business that we want to work at. And I think having an idea that we both think is cool, a problem we want to solve um, it is really what we want to do. And I like this idea so much better than our alternate one we came up with, which is probably a good idea too, mm-hmm. just not for you and me, because we don't have the subject matter expertise exactly. to solve that problem. I think the best thing you said was, I don't have an opinion about that. And like, mm-hmm. what's the point of, like you have a very specific skill set right and like mm-hmm. what's you got to leverage that and you have an opinion about sequels so yep that's the direction we should be going in
0: i think so that's what that's what um that's what sealed it for me too we were talking about option b and i was like i just don't have a i don't have a point of view i don't have anything to say i don't have any strongly held opinions and therefore i would just be like all right, I built a thing. I have no idea if it's good. And I have no idea who to talk right. to about it. It's like, eh, it doesn't seem like the right answer. So we did that. And then we went freaking go karting because we needed a little <gasps> joy in our lives.
1: Yes! <laughs> so glad we went go karting. Me too. Um, so the funny thing about go karting is I thought I was gonna be awesome at it, because I'm like, just an. I'm intense... shocked.
0: I'm shocked <laughs> to hear that you thought you would be awesome at it. When have you ever thought you were going to be bad at something?
1: (laughs) It's my confidence that gets me through life, Aaron. You must know that. Yeah, it's great.
0: No, I I need it. It's great.
1: But seriously, I thought I was going to be awesome at go-karting because I'm just kind of intense. And I was so bad at go-karting. Yeah, yeah. Like embarrassingly bad at go-karting.
0: yeah. I mean, you weren't embarrassingly bad. You were within like At least a standard I wasn't last. deviation. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> standard exactly. Deviation. You weren't last. Uh, oh man, that was you know we talked about skipping it. We were in the doldrums and we were like, we got to figure out our lives. Maybe we shouldn't go go karting. And instead, we skipped. We skipped a lunch and then went go karting, and it was absolutely the right decision. These freaking things. I think they said they go 40 miles an hour like you you put on helmets and like neck braces if that tells you how terrifying (laughs) it is and man alive it is so much fun and so like the first round the first heat out um they call they call them heats and racing I don't know if you know that um the first heat uh everyone's like yeah I know how to drive I'm gonna be I'm gonna be so good at this And everybody's pretty terrible. And then you come back in, and there's this like gallery where you can stand and watch other people, like all the rest of MicroComp friends, watch them drive. And you learn, like, oh, I got to hit the brakes here, and I got to turn here, and I got to punch it here. And so the round two, you get two rounds. The round two, everybody goes in and they're like, all right, I know what to do now. I'm going to crush you nerds. And so round two was a lot, round two was a lot better. Everyone did a lot better. Um, But. So there are eight people in a race, and my first time out, same, same eight people each time. So my first time out, I landed fourth amongst my group, which I was like, eh, pretty good. Like, at least I'm not, you know, as slow as Colleen, so that's good. And then the second time out, (laughs) the second time out, my personal time got better. So I like improved by, you know, five-tenths of a second or something. And I fell to number seven in my heat. And so I got uh, better, but everyone else got way Way better. better. <laughs> yeah, they were all studying a lot harder than I was. But um, man, that was so fun.
1: It was fun. I was second to last in my heat, but I had the guy who owns the race cars for fun. So, mm-hmm. you know, that doesn't count. They were uh, ringers.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. I did see, like... All the nerds, which was us in MicroConf, we had these, you know, helmets that, like, on the front were plastered the sizes. And so I'm, you know, embarrassed. I've got, like, an XL on my helmet. And then I saw, like, some real specialty helmets that had, like, cool racing stickers and stuff. And I was like, those, I want to stay away from those guys. Those guys know how to drive. Yeah. (laughs)
1: They're they're the real go-carters. Yeah. Not us.
0: So... I mean Microconf wasn't just go-karting, but that was that was a highlight. What else? That was a
1: highlight for sure. <laughs> that
0: was pretty good. It was also was weird highlight. and maybe this is their whole plan. But once you get off the track, you're like they give you your results and you're like looking at them with all these you know, seven other people, and it's super immediate, like, bonding, because you're like, oh, that was you that passed me at that spot. And it's like, you all go and watch other people together. And then you're like, that was really good to to bond with people that we didn't know.
1: Yes, I definitely am better in smaller groups. And it is nice when you have an icebreaker like that. Like, hey, we just raced around the go-kart track 13 times. So I thought that was really, really effective at forming new relationships. Making new friends.
0: Um, Speaking of, aren't you so glad that I forced you to go to dinners (gasps) on both nights? You were going to bail both nights on dinner. And I was was. like, no, man, you got to come. And then what did you say after each dinner?
1: I'm so glad I came to dinner. I was so glad. The dinners were great. I was very glad both times. Like You're right. I was going to bail because, you know, mm-hmm. this was like a, we, we had really long days. We did. I mean, usually at, at like software conferences, people don't stay up that late drinking mm-hmm. in the lobby it's just a different vibe right yeah um but at this conference you know we had we were up late late for me okay not late for you know not 1am but <laughs> late for me
0: late for old mom <laughs> for but mom. we also we also you know we had the post breakup hangover and the it's like true. what are we going to do with our business and people are asking us oh what does hammerstone do More like, and like wait, i don't know you tell me <laughs> so there was a lot of like emotional toil that was exhausting as there was there like, was but dinner came and I was like, "Listen, we we you've got to go." And it was yeah. awesome.
1: And it was awesome. You were right again. Like the small group encounters when you're mm-hmm. sitting with a group of four or five people, you really are able to form connections and get to know them. Mm-hmm. Unlike that five second handshake, "Hi, how are you? What's up?" You know. Yeah. So I did feel that that was totally worth it. It was it was a good call to push a little bit.
0: Yes, thank you. I'm glad we have that on record. Um, both <laughs> nights. Both nights we ended up in groups um, of people like with whom we're Twitter friends. But yeah. for me specifically, I hadn't met many. I hadn't met many of them in real life, and I think that's the same for you. Um, mm-hmm. And so it was just so fun to be like, "Hey, I have you know interacted with you on Twitter for in some cases years, and now like we're friend friends. Now you know we used to be Twitter friends. Now we're just like friend friends, and that was." That was so much fun. I really enjoyed that.
1: Yeah, me too. There were at least two people that I had de- like DM'd with on Twitter about random mm-hmm. business stuff that I have never met that I met at MicroConf. So that was super cool. I was happy about that.
0: Yeah, that was that was a blast. Um, beyond that, um, talks were great. You know, we missed a few because we were doing work. Um, but the talks were great. I really enjoyed um, Patrick Campbell's. He blew through a, like 100 slides. Um, but it was very, very good. And I also thought Rob's about hiring was quite good. Quite good. Um, just like the titles and the mistakes he made and all of that kind of stuff. Um, I found that to be quite helpful.
1: Yeah, I agree. Uh, I enjoyed them both. I thought they were great. Great presenters, great talks, mm-hmm. good content.
0: And then I think that's it. There was a reception at the end. Um, and then we both left on Wednesday. And then I got, I got back last night. And then this morning I did a webinar for planet scale just doing it all man
1: nice yeah well done so Impressive. we've got
0: a few minutes before i'm being kicked out of my house do you want to cover future stuff or do we want to save that for a, a future episode
1: hmm. you mean like future plans yeah yeah i have we can do it we got four minutes right A couple minutes here yeah. um so i think the biggest takeaway is we had a crazy two weeks mm-hmm. lots of emotional um turmoil, upheaval, but in a really good way, because I think we've we've closed that loop. We have a plan, we have an idea. And we're just gonna go down that road. So I think something we've talked about, which I guess we can say publicly to people who are still listening, is our goal is to have one paying customer for the new product by the end of May. May. Yeah. <laughs> I keep wanting to say you, April. I keep is wanting to week. say
0: April and it keeps freaking me That's out. Took yeah. me a second.
1: Uh, which I think is a really, really valiant goal. I think what is, what, you know, I'm reading Jason Cohen just put out that article. Everyone has been sending it to me about like why startups die, like how mm-hmm. people, you can have smart people who come in and they solve a problem. Like they have an idea. They talk to three people that said, yeah, this is a problem. This is a pain point. This needs to be solved. They make a good product to solve the problem. And yet the startup still dies. And we are exactly in that window right now. Like, Mm -hmm. we have an idea. We have three people, at least, who have said this is a real problem. Mm -hmm. So I was reading that right before we got on the podcast to think about, like, how do we want to approach this? Like, how do we get ahead of all of these issues? So we give ourselves, we could still fail, but like, we give ourselves the greatest chance of success. And I think it's just talking to people and talking to people. At this early stage, it's just talking to people.
0: We've talked about this extensively privately, but I think the plan is you're going to talk to as many people as will answer the phone in the next month, I am going to rapidly build something that uh, accurately represents our first hypothesis. And then we will iterate and change based on the people that you're talking to. But I think we have have a point of view, we have something to say. And I'm going to build that. And you're going to talk to people to continue to refine that. But we can do that in we can do that in parallel. Um, Yeah. And the goal would be the end of May, we have someone who is not um, (laughs) someone who is not hoping for our success as a customer. I I mean, we don't want we don't want to fall into the (laughs) trap. Yeah, we don't want to fall into the trap where people are like, Oh, yeah, sure. I like you. I'll give you some money. But we need someone that actually experiences this pain. But uh, if you
1: like us and you experience this pain, you can give us money. It's I will still allow on the that. table. Yes,
0: yes. <laughs> it Doesn't just table, have to be enemies. Yeah. That, is, we're that like, is a good point.
1: We're like, you know, in the very, very beginning stages where we're clawing for all early customers.
0: Yeah. So if you like us and want to give us money, please reach out. For what? <laughs> I can't tell you yet, but please reach we're not out. There yet. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I think okay. that's a good a good um path forward and we'll Go and iterate and go and iterate.
0: That sounds good to me. Hey, I'm glad we're still together. (laughs) Me too. I'm glad we did it. (laughs) All right, we'll leave it there.